Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Difficulty, but we are live out of the Dodgers beat the Yankees in game one of this three game set. These two historic franchises. This is Star Spread the News. The Dodgers get game one. And it was a great game for you, Los Angeles Dodgers. Mookie Betts, he stepped up in a big way. Of course, he's one of the hottest players in the league. That bat is so hot, you could fry an egg off it. Mookie, a game, have a game, Marcus Lynn Betts. He was fantastic tonight. He was four for four, reaches base five times, had another two home run games, back to back two home run games. I had three RBIs, one walk. He was fantastic. He goes four for four, scorching the ball all night he carried the team we're going to break it all down Clayton Kershaw he was absolutely sensational Kershaw and he's all the way back a fantastic performance by Clayton Kershaw but I hope you guys like the new set we're going to have some new things and we're we're doing some big things here welcome to the number one Dodgers internet post game show and it's all thanks to you guys we're gonna break down all the action you got some thoughts on tonight we gotta talk about phil bigford phil bigford the walks that gives up some runs there at the end i don't know what phil bigford has on dave roberts but he trusts him with his life i don't know if phil bigford has pictures of dave roberts golfing with satan or something like that but hey he continues to run him out there but yeah all in all just a fantastic game for the dodgers they jumped all over luis severino even after the mookie solo shot and they end up getting four singles. They put together a big inning. Max Muncy, he goes deep. J.D. Martinez, he goes deep. Freddie Freeman, his hitting streak ends at 20 games. So I guess we got to trade Freddie. I guess his career is over. And, uh, I mean, he's going to have another hitting streak, I think. He'll challenge Andre Ethier's 30-game hit streak one day. But we're going to break it all down. But welcome to the Dodgers Nation post-game show. Thanks for rocking with us out of the Dodgers. We got an echo. We got an echo. Okay. Doug in the Matrix. Doug, yeah. 
Here we go. Let's see. Does that sound better, guys? Shout out from Seattle. My, is, do we have, let me know if we got the mic echo. Let's see. DMAC, you are. Hey, what's up with man Noah Cameras? Got to go follow Noah Cameras. He's a must follow for all Dodger fans. Much better. High great win for the Dodgers. Okay, let's start right at the top. The Dodgers, they get the win. They beat the Yankees in game one of this three game set. Start spreading the news because Mookie Betts, that MVP campaign is on and popping because Mookie is the hottest player in Major League Baseball's up there. Freddie Freeman, his teammate, he just wins player of the month. He's setting records. He ends up hitting the most extra base hits for any Dodger. And then what does Mookie Betts do? He has back to back multi home run games he set the tone and he was outstanding once again and he's hitting the ball hard hit the hardest hit ball he had since 2018 we're gonna break down Mookie Betts have lots of thoughts on that but what more can you say about Marcus Lynn Betts he reaches base five times has four hits a walk he set the tone early he showed that hey Aaron Judge he's a star but hey so is Mookie Betts the two superstars Mookie he wins game one but let's jump into the comment section we're gonna talk about Kershaw we're gonna talk about JD Martinez we're gonna talk about Phil Bigford at the end who definitely did not have his best night we're going to break it all down but first let me know where you represent Dodgers Nation from down below in the comment section we got David Sabatini shout out to Rochester New York DMAC what up David Sabatini we got the Kirsch putting the judge to sleep yeah he had more multiple strikeouts against Aaron Judge he was fantastic he was challenging him you saw sliders and he just could not touch him and that was what's most impressive about Kershaw's outing is, look, Kersh, he had been going through it of late. He had been struggling heading into this start, and yet to face the New York Yankees, that lineup, and you get Josh Donaldson and Giancarlo Stanton, they return this game. They hit two home runs, but still, he was so effective. He was shoving nine strikeouts to one walk. He matched a season high, and I thought Kersh was just fantastic in this one. I mean, he came into this start, his last three, three starts, a 7-11 ERA, a 297 fib tonight he was outstanding allowed those two home runs just four hits the other two were singles a lot of one two three innings the command on the fastball the bite on the slider and i thought it was so impressive to pitch the way he did against this potent yankees lineup that have been scoring runs like wildfires lately so give kershaw a lot of credit i think this win is all mookie it's all kershaw but how about this dodgers lineup from top to bottom everyone reached base everyone got a hit save for Freddie Freeman and Miguel Rojas and Rojas he was able to get that sack fly so yeah the Dodgers offense they're doing what they've been doing for the last two three weeks they are carrying this team but still tonight it was a different story because the pitching matched the offense until late there give Yenti Almonte credit his sixth straight scoreless appearance he's definitely trending in the right direction well let's jump into the comment section as always I'm looking for that Dodgers nation comment of the night so anytime I get a comment of the night you guys are going to see one of these. Actually, the intro. You're going to see one of... You're going to get fire takes, too. Fire fire takes. Anytime you get a fire take, anything that's hot, anything that's spicy, you want to drop that down below. Also, comment of the night presented by our friends over at Hornitos. You're going to see one of these. You win. Anytime you say something a little sus, I might laugh, but I'll show you one of these. Bruh. 
And also, I'm looking for that Dodger dog of the game. Who is the Dodger dog? Which Dodger showed the most dog tonight? I'm going with Clayton Edward Kershaw. I'm going with King Kersh because he was outstanding tonight, just shutting down that Yankees lineup. Yes, you give he gave up those two solo shots, but that is what happens when you throw strikes. That is what happens when you work in the zone. And as long as there's solo shots and your offense is putting up runs like they did, just absolutely bludgeoning the Yankees, the barrage of bombs against the Bronx Bombers, we will take that and he made a few mistakes and that really is par for the course and you will live with that. So I'm going with Clayton Edward Kershaw, the walking hall of famer, the walking statue as my Dodger dog of the game. Dodger dog of the game. Well, who you guys rolling with? Let me know down below. We got uh, even Doug scored a run on the first inning. That's from Juan Jimenez. Yeah, man, I cross home plate. We got New Mexico in the house. Nathan, we got Fresno, lightweight boo. We got Kirsch is king from Joe Mama. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. That's definitely a fire take. Give you all the credit in the world because Kirsch is king. And that is exactly what we expect from the starter that has carried this team for so many years from a starting pitcher that is a first ballot Hall of Famer, a guy that had started the year hot, a guy that had been carrying this team, had led the team in innings pitch, had showed no signs of slowing down. The fastball velocity was up a tad bit. He was going out there and dominating hitters. And really what stood out to me with Clayton Kershaw's performance tonight was just the way he was attacking hitters and working in the zone and painting the corners, living low, living long. And that is exactly what you're going to get from a guy. And also pitching well with two strikes. I mean, I thought top of the fourth, that two, two pitch to get judge out that slider, the bottom of the zone judge knew it was a good pitch judge knew he was going up against the goat and he comes back two two pitch. He punches out Rizzo with the slider low and away. You also saw him work at some curveballs in there on the outer half on the outside corner. So anytime he's throwing that pitch, well, you know he's feeling good. It's nice to see him work his way back because I don't care what anyone says. Yes, he's a professional. Yes, he's one of the best pitchers to do it. But when you're dealing with what he's been dealing with lately, you can absolutely understand why he hadn't looked and felt like the Kershaw that we know and love. The guy that we've seen dominate in the show since 2008, but he showed up on a big stage against a potent lineup. So all the credit to Kershaw tonight, but uh, we got uh, Diane Schroeder smash that like button for DMAC. Yeah, smash that like button for your Los Angeles Dodgers who win again, who take care of business against the New York Yankees. The Yankees lose tonight to the Dodgers. And yeah, you really got to point to that first inning, that six run first inning. That was the Dodgers season high and they were, they came out swinging, man. They came out swinging and the Dodgers came out ready for this game. They came out ready to bomb on the Bronx bombers. And that really set the tone. Of course, we got a DFA Roberts from team Ruiz. We got Nando, Nando, Nando three ninety. Shout out to Nando 390. I missed your comment. I think, but let's see if I can scroll up by the way we got Clayton Kershaw gets Back on track from David Sabatini. We got Craig Osterberg. Unfortunately, Thor gets another star Wednesday. Yeah, Craig, we're dropping a video tomorrow about the future of Noah Syndergaard and where he stands right now. I'm sure I'll give you some more thoughts on that. I spoke to Doug Glanville, who will be broadcasting the Sunday night baseball game on ESPN. And we talked about Noah Syndergaard and really how important it is to have teammates that you can lean on to boost his confidence because it was sad. I mean, he looked like a 
guy that was broken after the last start. He looked like a guy who was moping around like his dog just passed away. I mean, he did not look like he was in a good spot, and it's unfortunate, but look, this is Major League Baseball, and the results are just not there, but we'll touch on him, but first, let's break down this game. Ray Brios, I appreciate that. <laughs> Locked on Rams and Infantry. That's funny. Uh, shout out to you, man. Uh, we got uh, Noah Cameras, Mookie Betts. Here we go. My man Noah Cameras rocking with us. You know, I appreciate you, Noah. Mookie Betts is the Dodger dog of the day. Not only did he go four for four with two home runs, he also gave Freddie a chance at extending that hit streak in the ninth. Yes, that really was this. That's how that's how you know you have a good game. That's how you know things are going right for you when in the ninth inning, you're not in a nail biter. You're not looking to push some insurance runs across. You're looking and you always are. But really, it was about seeing if Freddie Freeman could extend that hitting streak and it's unfortunate because look I thought there's a chance and I like to see greatness and I think hey he's a guy that could catch Willie Davis who has the current Dodgers record at 31 straight games with a base hit then of course there is Andre Ethier don't forget don't forget about Dre he's another guy a big hit streak but I'm sure this won't be the last hit streak for Freddie Freeman I think Freddie Freeman is well on his way to being in that MVP mix we can start the campaign right now MV free and he's just been everything you could have ever asked for from the Dodgers and yeah you would have loved to see him get that base I'm actually looking up what the XBO oh my yeah the XBA there in the eighth. Oh my goodness. The, the expected batting average. I hate to, I hate to reveal this because it hurts my heart because he was so close to getting that hit. It was a 640 expected batting average, batting average on that hit right there, that line out there in the eighth inning. So the line out 99.2 miles per hour, the launch angle, eighth the velocity on the pitch 98.1 so yeah so close and geez mookly bets mookie bets hey there's a warning to baseballs out there in the los angeles area if you see mookie bets you better run because he is scorching the baseball like i said see he's so high he could fry an egg off his bat right now i mean look at the exit velos tonight mookie was just outstanding i mean the home run there in the first inning it was 110.1 miles per hour off the bat hardest hit ball he's had since 2018 what happened in 2018 oh that's right Mookie won the MVP but let's jump back in the comment section Cooper Neal called JD's homer tonight he is on fire yeah JD Martinez we're gonna get to him I have some thoughts on just dingers and just dingers has been incredible what he's been able to do in his short time with the Dodgers is exactly what Andrew Friedman in this organization had hoped for I think it's a good segue to go from Mookie to JD because I think Mookie played a pretty significant role he definitely didn't hurt when it came to JD's decision to sign with the Dodgers so give Mookie credit give Robert Van Skoyak credit and most importantly give JD Martinez credit who his power numbers are through the roof this year compared to years past that's exactly what the Dodgers need it in the middle of this lineup and we're going to talk about him but here's do some more comments and we'll start breaking down this game I want all your takes all your hot takes give me your Noah Syndergaard takes give me your takes on the Yankees the Yankees sorry I have to do that every time but uh, yeah Dodgers get the big win man this Yankee team this rivalry to me 
the first takeaway really just watching those two teams on the field because I went to the game in 2019 the Friday night game and they were wearing those players only the players weekend uniforms where there was the stormtroopers and Darth Vader uniform it was the white all white versus the all black and yeah I mean to me I want to see the traditional uniforms and that's what we saw tonight and it just doesn't get any more iconic than that these two teams they've clashed 11 times in the fall classic of course we know that the Yankees that was the mountaintop that the Dodgers needed to get to they were the team that they were chasing in Brooklyn and finally after losing to them five times they beat them in 55 and then 1963 that is the last time the Dodgers have won a World Series at Dodgers Stadium of course in 1981 they win in the Bronx at Yankee Stadium. 1988, they win in Oakland. And then 2020, they win down in Texas. So, yeah, 1963, that team, the Dodgers, they swept them. Yeah, I mean, that was just an incredible pitching performance on the back of Sandy Koufax. Here's a fun fact. That 1963 series for the Dodgers, the Dodgers used four pitchers for the entire series. Koufax, Drysdale, Padres, and Paranowski. So really incredible run. So yeah, I could go on and on and talk for hours about the Dodgers and Yankees rivalry, but do you guys put the Yankees up there with the Giants? I mean, who do you have as the Dodgers' third biggest rival? Because if you look at all time, it's no question the Yankees because you look at the history between these two franchises, the amount of times they faced off in the fall classic, the fact that they are far and away the two biggest markets, the two most iconic franchises in the game. And to me, I think there's a lot of respect with this rivalry. I don't see the hatred. I think if there's mutual respect and Hey, that's why I picked these two teams to face off in the fall classic. I do think the Tampa Bay Rays are going to have something to say about that, but it would be great for baseball to see that. But here we go. We got Diane and Craig have some good takes. Great fan show. Yeah, let me get those takes in there, guys. Uh, bought a blue puppy pit bull named him Dodge. That's from JKid323. JKid, I saw you riding in my vest. You take... I, I first of all you know i'm not immune to that i'm all about it give me all your thoughts even if we disagree it's totally okay but we'll see we'll see if i i think i'm gonna prove you wrong i think he's going to prove you wrong look better in his second appearance you saw him painting the corners working the edges so it is not over yet but it's nice we should do a little bet or something whoever whoever has the if let's say he finishes the year of the sub three ERA since you returned. Maybe you make Vesia your Twitter profile pick for a month or something. We'll talk about that, Jay uh, Kid. But losers, the second I turned off the game, I miss Mookie's homer. That's from losers over on YouTube. Mr. Seabed, Bigford is suffering from poor pitching command. He's missing his spots horribly. And Mr. Seabed, really, that has always been the issue for Phil Bigford when he struggles. When he's not commanding the baseball and he's missing his spots, that is when opponents take advantage. And that really was the case today. I mean, if he sometimes his stuff, the movement on it is so good that he has no command. He has no control over it. And there's just nothing he can really do about it. I mean, you see him miss spots really badly. And he's a guy that, I mean, you saw Josh Donaldson on the home run. That was a four seam fastball, middle, middle. I mean, that was on a tee, just waiting and begging to get crushed. And you saw the issue, the difference between someone like a Phil Bigford, I know with Syndergaard, it's when you combine the walks with the home runs, that is when you get in trouble. That shows you the command is off. Off. And when he th- when he gives up a home run, when he serves up a dinger, it's because of lack of command. I mean, you saw the at bat before that, a nine pitch at bat to Stanton. He was up in the count one and two, misses with the four seam fastball away. He's missing glove side, and then he fouls one off and. 
Then he throws a slider low and away. He misses. And then on the ninth pitch, he misses high and away. So yeah, it looked like he wasn't challenging him. He wasn't attacking him. He looked like it was somewhat intimidating, intimidated against him. But hey, you saw... stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home He was still able to get some punch outs too. But yeah, I think with Phil Bigford, hey, that's why you put him there in that spot because you have the insurance run. Thankfully, you got guys like Mookie Betts who took care of business early on. But Nando 390, Aaron Boone going to get ejected at some point this weekend. Yeah, Aaron Boone, you mean Karen Boone, right? Because that's what uh, that's what some Yankee fans are referring to him to. But uh, Joe Dinger's trophy, yellow, smiling. We got... Uh, yeah, I mean, how about this Dodgers offense? I mean, 29 runs on 42 hits in this homestand so far. We're going to jump right there into the bottom of the first inning, but let's do 10 more comments and keep finding a way with those comments. Roy Estrada, DMAC, where have you been? I think I'm on my normal schedule of shows. Most, I think so. I mean, it, well, yeah, it was a Wednesday show because it was the Nationals. Oh, also too, the Memorial Day kind of shifted things back. But hey, I'll be back Sunday. And also too, if you guys are on Instagram, follow Dodgers Nation on Instagram. I will be at Dodger Stadium. I'll be covering the game for you guys, trying to get you the most access I can. I'll be on the field. I'm going to go live on Instagram live on the field before the game. So, hey, if we see players, you want to give me a question? Aaron Judge, I got a question from Roy Estrada. He wants to know, why don't you sign with the Dodgers for whatever it may be? So, yeah, definitely tune into Instagram tomorrow. You got the Hey Train is Awesome from James Bostrom. Yeah, what more can you see about Jason Hayward? The way he just, everything that leaves his bat feels like it's 100 plus miles per hour off the bat. And He's playing his role well. I like what I saw from Jason Hayward before the game in the dugout, getting loose. And it's clear to me that he's taking on a leadership role with this team. And the fact that he's able to produce on the field, that's just fantastic. I mean, he's two for four tonight and he's contributing. I mean, on the year, He's slashing 238, 352, 486. And yeah, he's another guy that, yeah, thanks to the Cubs, thanks to the Braves for giving us Freddie Freeman, and thanks for reuniting those two. But yeah, let's, we got, uh, what did George L say? I want to read that. We got the umpire scored a three of 10 behind the plate. Yeah, Manuel, I thought some of the calls tonight, especially the strikeout to James Altman on the ball away, I mean, it was just a wide, it was a Grand Canyon wide zone there. But uh, yeah, we got uh, the hate train is awesome. We got, I trade for Bieber in India. That's from Nando three ninety. I actually have a video coming out about Shane Bieber. So be on the lookout for that's very interesting. I think if you look at, if you look at uh, that Indians team, they're always a team that you could pursue a trade with. They're always a team that's going to listen. So yeah, I mean that uh, that Guardians team, I should say, formerly known, just watched Major League the other night. Uh, Major leagues, Major League One and Two. So I'm all about that. Great line from Major League Two. He couldn't hit sand if he fell off a boat. One of my favorites. But uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. But let's jump into this game. Majesty Mookie. We got uh, a $10 super chat. It's going right to the Shohei Otani Fund and some carne asada fries. We got $10. I got to go to bed. But here's something towards the Otani Fund. There we go. Thank you so much, Bethany. And that's going to go as our first 
Dodgers Nation comment of the game presented by our friends over at Hornitos. You win. Hornitos premium tequila. Tequila, please drink responsibly. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. So bottom of the first inning, 0-1 pitch. Mookie hits a leadoff home run, his 14th of the year. Dodgers up 1-0. And then Freeman grounds the second for the first out. Then Smith, he reaches on an infield single. It looked like it was going to be a nice play by Anthony Volpe. They review it, and they rule that Smitty was safe. And next batter, Max Muncy, 2-2 pitch. He takes Severino deep, a changeup, his 18th home run of the year. That puts the Dodgers up 3-0 early. Next batter, J.D. Martinez. He reaches on an infield single. And I love it. Hey, his walk-up song, Rick Ross, hustling. He was hustling down that line. So, Crudos to J.D. Martinez, and he gets the infield single to third. The next batter, Jason Hayward, the aforementioned Jason Hayward, the hay train, as you called him. He singled to center. Martinez advanced to the second. And the next batter, Miguel Vargas, he singles to left. And then 0-1 pitch, James Alman, he singled to center to score J.D. Martinez to put the Dodgers up 4 nothing. So four straight singles. So four straight singles. That is death by paper cuts for Luis Severino. He gets slugged to death, and you get the jabs. You get the singles there. So that shows this Dodgers offense more dynamic this season. I did look it up the other day, though. They're... They fifty over fifty one percent, fifty one point two percent of their of their runs this year have come via the home run ball. That is second in all of Major League Baseball to the Braves. So yeah, I mean definitely home run reliant, but they score so many runs in a variety of different ways that it's okay. So next batter Miguel Rojas. With one out, he hits a sack fly to center to score Hayward to make it 5 nothing Dodgers. And then Dodgers, they bat around the first inning. And Mookie bets at the plate again with Vargas' scoring position. 0-2 pitch, he singles to left to score Miggy to make it 6 nothing Dodgers. And then James Alvin, he was picked off to end the inning. So I think it was Noah Cameras earlier. By the way, the great Noah Cameras. Go follow him at Noah Cameras for all your Dodgers content, all your Dodgers stats. He, Freddie Freeman, and maybe if James Alvin doesn't get picked off, maybe uh, Freddie Freeman has another opportunity there to extend that hit streak. But uh, yeah, I mean, Dodgers blow things wide open there in the first inning and just come out with a vengeance. So that really set the tone for the whole night. And really, it just wasn't close after that. It just really wasn't close a close game after that. And that's what happens when your superstar $365 million man comes out there and does what he does. So yeah, I mean, Mookie, he's... I think now he's on the West Coast and he's with the Dodgers. I think when he plays teams like the New York Yankees, the New York Yankees, as George Costanza would say, I think these are big games to really just showcase how much talent he is, has. And he's up there with the the judges and the Trouts and some of the best players in the game, especially when you factor in what he can do defensively. But the Dodgers get six runs there on eight hits, just absolutely outstanding. But uh, here we go. That way, BC, D-Mac, you should post shows before they are. You can make... Interesting. I think on BC, that's a good idea because our producer wants to do that. So great idea. We'll do that. Today was a little different because we're working in our new interface here, our new overlay. Tell me how you guys like it. Shout out to the man of MGL, Mr. Gary Lee, for holding it down. He did all the work on this. I think he did a fantastic job. We got uh, James always gets thrown out, man. I be stroking. You know you're going to get get a, a fire take for that. Yeah, I mean, look, when you are James Outman, you, you, know, of the night, you also get a fire take. Fire James Outman, you got to look alive. You got to 
you don't want to fall asleep on the base pass. I mean, it almost feels like he was wearing his Manta mask. And look, to me, I love the Manta mask. And Manta Sleep, they make the world's best sleep masks and sleep accessories. Everything they do is to enable better lives through better sleep. They work relentlessly to improve and optimize sleep so that you can have the energy to live your best life. Check out MantaSleep.com today so you can sleep better anywhere, anytime. Get your Manta mask today. Use the code DN2023. Thank you. I be stroking for helping me set that up. Shout out to our friends over at Mantis Sleep. We got uh, Juan Jimenez. DM posting was better than any other. Thank you. Appreciate that. Juan means a lot. DKM, DMAG, weren't you at Dodger Stadium on May 13th? Because I was there and we could have met. We have added you and added to my birthday. Hey, man. I'm sure I'll see you at one point, DKM. I'll be at the game tomorrow, I'll tell you that much. Uh, just came back from the game, Justin Lamas. Yeah, man, how was it like? I mean, the atmosphere was crazy. I mean, it was the largest reported attendance of the season, 52,534 packed the uh, packed Chavez Ravine to watch the Dodgers absolutely destroy the Yankees 8-4. to four. I think the... The last inning kind of leaves a little bad taste in my mouth, but yeah, Roy Estrada, Mookie four for four. Like I said, reach base five times. Mookie living his best life. And then let's jump to top of the second inning. Stan, he fly to left for the first out and then two, two pitch to Donaldson slider curse leaves it up. Josh Donaldson leaves the yard and that goes for the Yankees. First run of the game. He hits a home run and that's a mistake pitch. And like I said earlier, Clayton Kershaw is going to live in the zone, but doesn't have that margin for error. If he hangs a slider, if he hangs a four seam fastball, middle, middle, that's around 90 miles per hour. Guys are going to hit that. Guys are going to leave the yard on that, especially the Bronx Bombers. But like I said earlier, compared to Phil Bigford and a Noah Syndergaard, when you don't walk guys, when you don't give up tons of singles and tons of base hits and you don't have traffic on the bases, you are going to be fine. You can live with giving up solo home runs. And that was the case. That was the case there, especially when you're getting the run support that the Dodgers provided him tonight. Then you jump to the bottom of the third inning. J.D. Martinez, one-two pitch. He crushes the bomb to straightaway center, making it 7-1 Dodgers. J.D.'s 13th dinger of the season. Now, 13 home runs already for J.D. Martinez. He also missed some time. Of course, he was dealing with the back injury. He didn't hit his 13th home run until September 26th last season. So, J.D. Martinez, I mean, this guy is just at $10 million. He's an absolute bargain, an absolute steal. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. 
And uh, yeah, I'm telling you, JD Martinez, he's a big reason why the beginning of the year, if you guys watched this show, everyone picked the Padres. Everyone said this Dodgers offense was going to be bad because of no trade Turner and Gavin Lux. I said, Hey, lots of talent. Still, you still have the tip of the spear, the two heads of the snake and Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts, the modern day baseball version of Kobe and Shaq there at the top of your order. And you had JD Martinez. Then you have a bounce back Max Muncy. Then you have a Will Smith who still hasn't peaked as a hitter. In my opinion, I still feel really good about this offense, but back in the comment section, we're going to get whooped tomorrow though. <laughs> Mr. Crush guts, at least, at least let us enjoy this win. Yes, I agree with you. you. Michael Grove is a guy who has a penchant for serving up bombs. I think five, was it five home runs? Yeah. I mean, my, yeah, Michael Grove, for eight home runs, his last five starts. So yeah, a guy who has a sub six ERA, and uh, yeah, I think the bullpen, hopefully they're rested because they're probably going to be doing some heavy lifting against this Yankees line that's going to want to even the series tomorrow. So yeah, it could be a rough day for the Dodgers, but uh, hopefully it's a really nice start. Hopefully he's good to go. Uh, David Sabatini, Cole versus Grove. What's your opinion, Doug? So David Sabatini, the thing about Garrett Cole is he hadn't been giving up home runs the whole entire season. All of a sudden gives up a bomb and he kind of remembers, Oh, wait a minute. That's what I do. I give home runs and he has been struggling with a home run ball. But we also know, know that if he's on, if he's commanding that four seam fastball, he has the velo. He has the ability to have a lot of success against his Dodgers lineup. Of course, we know he's from Southern California. He went to UCLA and he's going to want to show out. I'm sure he'll have a lot of friends and family, but uh, hopefully Dodgers will carry this hot offense. Like I said, at the top of the show, this offense is absolutely on fire. 29 runs on 42 hits in this homestand alone. You have a red hot Mookie Betts and also you have Freddie Freeman. Who's going to want to start another hitting streak. But here down below, we got Culver's Grove is a mismatch, is a mismatch, but at least it's not Noah. That's from BC. Yeah, it is a mismatch. I mean, it's a, an ace versus someone who has yet to establish himself as a back end starter. So yeah, I agree with you on that, but I also think when you have Mookie Betts, like I said, what were when you, when you got this lineup and I feel confident, I still feel confident. I think hopefully if they, hopefully it's a shootout, hopefully it's a shootout. Hopefully it's the chiefs versus the Rams from 2018, right? Hopefully it's a shootout and the Dodgers still win. And yeah, Mookie's red hot. I mean, you're talking about a guy who rolls out of bed and is having back-to-back games, by the way, you just see Mookie is just the 11th player in Dodgers history with consecutive multi home run games. The first to do so was Babe Hearn back in 1930. But who was the last before Mookie Betts? Because Mookie Betts did it as well there. And uh, we got uh, Jock Peterson. Shout out to Jock Peterson back in 2019. Miss me some Jock Peterson. But here we go back to the comments section. We got the Kershaw had a restraining order on Judge today. That's a fire take, Iris K. That's a fire take. We got the George L. Appreciate you, 999. If Rojas can stay above 200, I want him in there. The guy saves runs and plays hard. I used to get so nervous when the ball went to Trey last year, but now it's automatic. I'm a fan. That's from George L. over on YouTube. Yeah, that really has been where I've been for the last few weeks, even before the season, after Gavin Lux went down, I said, look, it's unlikely you're going to be able to pull off a shortstop trade at the first couple months of the season, let alone towards the deadline. Right. And I do think Tim Anderson could be had defensively. He's terrible. He's been bad. Okay. I think there is a world where you could find a spot for him depending on how things shake out. But with the new rules, with the, 
Dodgers inability to shift the way they had for the past seven or eight seasons you take that away and you need a sure-handed glove for a shortstop at times and he provides value and like you said as long as he's not hitting 100 as long as he's not batting 50 or anything like that he's a guy that definitely still provides value I also think leadership wise he's really kind of the captain of that infield and also too I mean just imagine Gavin Lux and Miguel Vargas two guys that haven't proven that they can play the middle of the infield at this level that doesn't sound to me like a team that has aspirations to win the world series i mean i feel like that the likelihood of that both working out i feel like it's kind of unlikely so to have a veteran there working with miguel vargas that you can trust and you can sprinkle in mookie at times you can spring in chris taylor at times yeah i think he's also provided i mean he's picked up his offense since he's returned from the hamstring injury so i definitely agree with you but the moose 1032 dfa thompson bring up johnny deluca doug moose 1032 you know i've been driving that bandwagon you know i've been pounding my fists i've been screaming from the highest mountaintops i want to see johnny deluca because johnny be good i will say trace thompson give him a lot of credit it's been getting hits he broke out in that chaotic game against the tambay rays which still Kind of drives me crazy thinking of that 11-10 game. But yeah, I think Johnny DeLuca, we'll see how things go. I, I think this is such a veteran-laden team. It's already broken in a slew of rookies and James Alvin and Miguel Vargas. And you look at the pitching side with Gavin Stone, with Bobby Miller, and all these guys. I mean, are they going to break in another rookie at this point? Or are they going to wait till they get the deadline? Wait to see if Trace Thompson can pick things up. And if he can't, maybe go out there and get a veteran bat. Because I think that might be the move. Because what you don't want to see with Giant DeLuca is a guy that is continuing to develop, continuing to grow. And he comes up here and he doesn't get the playing time. He doesn't get the opportunities. And you stunt his growth a little bit. So the reason why Outman and Vargas have worked, and yes, they have gone through their slumps at times, is they've gone consistent playing time. So you definitely want to see that. Justin Lamas, Noah's Noah weakest link, first born son. Yeah, I mean, hey, like he was saying, that was interesting. That was a little weird, little weird that he said that. Uh, I would give my my firstborn son if I had one. I I think if Chris Hemsworth's kids were out there, I'd feel a little nervous. I'd be looking over my shoulder. So, yeah, we got to Roberts. Better not start. By the way, we're not calling him Thor anymore. We're retiring that. We can't call him Thor. I think at some point it's a Thorgon conclusion. He's not going to be a part of this rotation. And like I said, I don't want to tip off too much because I'm dropping a video on him and we still have to talk about Clayton Kershaw. We kind of already have, but jumping deeper into this game, J- top of the fourth inning, we broke that one down. 2-2 pitch, Kirsch. He strikes out Judge, slider bottom of the zone for the first out. Then 2-2 pitch, he punches out Rizzo with the slider, low and away for the second out. And then 2-2 pitch to Stanton. He crushes a dong to center, 417 feet to make it 7-2. Gives the Yankees their second run. Slider up, out over the plate. A mistake pitch. Kirsch will be the first one to tell you that. And that's what John Carlos Stanton does. By the way, John Carlos Stanton, do you guys know what high school he went to let me know down below because they're the number one baseball program in california right now let's see if you can get it i'm pretty sure you can don't google please uh, but yeah i'll never forget when uh when he hit out a dodger stadium there in 2015 that bomb he hit 475 feet i mean that was insane 
Yeah, but uh, got a bowl of singer. Remember those were the days. We got Verdugo and Jansen are in love. I wish the best for them. We got uh, Kershaw, 325 ERA. Yeah, Clayton Kershaw, like I said, top of the show. Big bouncing back game for him. Coming out, making his pitches. The slider had bite to it. He's landing the curveball. The fastball command was there again. And yeah, he's just tough at bats. I mean, four hits against this potent Yankees lineup that have been lighting the world on fire. You still give those two home runs. The other two, singles. Not a lot of hard contact, and I think he pitched well. I think he's back on track. Like I said, heading into this start, he had allowed he had a 7-11 ERA in his last three starts. He had been struggling of late, but yeah, I mean, he, he was fantastic tonight. He goes out there, curse shoved, and yeah, interesting. 14 innings against the Yankees in his career. He's given up five runs. All five have been home runs. So, yeah, he tied a season high with nine strikeouts, and it feels like he is back. The Lebowski version of Thor, that's from Don Kim. Yeah. Hey, man, like I said, when they made the signing, are we going to get Love and Thunder Thor, or are we going to get Thor from Ender's Game? So, from uh, Avengers Endgame. But, uh, yeah, look, I mean, it's tough. I mean, if you guys are talking about Thor, we can't. But, uh, yeah, the reality is Dodgers, I mean, if you take away the one start where he went just one inning, they're three and seven with him on the hill. So yeah, I mean, they got to figure something out, but like I said, I think me, I have more per, I have more patience than perhaps most Dodgers fans, just because the state is this rotation with guys out. You don't want to lose all your options. You definitely want to, at the very least, have them go out there and give you some innings and hopefully this offense can win. But at this point, I think, is he better than Alanda Nakara? Some of those guys down there, Frasso, Sheehan, I mean, I'm not so sure, but do you really want to rush those guys through? I don't think that's the right move. I think this team eventually should trade for a starting pitcher. I'm still definitely convinced of that, so that definitely hasn't changed. But uh, here we go, UCLA, Joe Mama. Uh, we got the Mike Bolasinger. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, his, his name was Mike in high school. True story. Yeah, that is. A, I saw that on uh, TikTok. Uh, imagine if Syndergaard pitched the Yankees. Oh, geez. Uh, Shohei for Julio over Julio. Duh. We got to Eric. Does the Angels owner hate the Dodgers that much? Eric, he definitely isn't a fan of them, especially after the trade that fell through with with Stripling and Peterson. Uh, I live in Sherman Oaks. Dan went to high school there at Notre Dame. There you go. Iris K. You get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Clayton Kershaw. He was great. He was back. That's the big story. Mookie, he continues to just absolutely rake. I mean, what more can you say about Mookie Betts in the last few nights? I mean, this guy is surging. He is red hot. He is absolutely explosive at the plate. He's hitting the ball harder than he ever has. The timing is perfectly in sync. Defensively, of course, you know what he brings you. And I think you're going to see Mookie MVP momentum start to pick up, especially if he continues to show out this series against the New York Yankees because you got a nationally televised game tomorrow. You got Sunday night baseball on Sunday. And then Freddie Freeman, hey, He's another guy. I mean, you, you have two legitimate MVP candidates on this team, perennial MVP candidates batting one and two in your lineup. I mean, all the hype was about this Padres lineup. And I sat here and said, how about the one that's up the five? How about the one that's up north that just goes to work every day, lunch pail mentality, business-like mentality, just like killer baseball robots and just absolutely gets the job done with no drama none they just get results they're productive i mean freddie freeman he was the first uh, i mean that that was a may to remember for freddie freeman nationally player of the month he hit 
400. He had he slashed 400, 462, 722 in May. He said Dodgers franchise records had 17 doubles, 24 XBH, 24 extra base hits. I mean, end of the month on a 20 game hit streak. And then and look, some hits, not all hitting streaks are created equal. If I go up there and I get a little base hit, a little single, yeah, that's great. But 14 of those games, 14 of the 20 games were multi hit games. Freddie Freeman, man, we are lucky. I don't know why the Braves did what they did, but I thank them every single day. But here we go. Y'all got Bieber fever from Manuel dropping a video on Shane Bieber. Look out for that one. I think, Hey, uh, don't get too into it now, but, uh, we got uh, Mookie Freeman, all stars. That's from D we, we got prior God. We got Joe mama. Dimax going to start slumping the next month. Yeah. They're going to come down to earth at some point. I don't expect them to go wire to wire. I was very high on them before the season. I was this close, this close to just shocking the world and saying they would finish in second place. But I said they would finish in third place right behind the Padres and way ahead of the giants. Giants have started to win some games too, but yeah, the young and exciting team down there in Arizona and they're going to have to deal with them. But the NOS has top two teams in the whole national league proof. The NL East is overrated. That's from BC. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, no one could have, I mean, the Dimebacks have totally shocked the baseball world. I think you've seen the success that they've had. They're a team that not many people expected to be at this level, winning as many games they had. And yeah, I mean, what was their preseason win projection? I mean, yeah, I mean, give that, that's it's, it's interesting. I mean, that's a team that Dodgers are going to have to be dealing with for years to come. So yeah, a couple more here, guys, we'll let you guys out. Enjoy your, the rest of your Friday night. And I will be back to, Tomorrow on Instagram Live. So looking for us on Instagram Live at Dodgers Nation. We're going live on the field before the game. Uh, Dave Roberts and his garbage analog analytics are going to kill this team. That's from Team Ruiz. We got BC. It's uh, Hayward is hitting the ball hard. Yeah, I mean, that is really the crux of it. That's kind of the rub on Jason Hayward is the fact that he shortened that swing. I mean, he had struggled so mightily against fastballs, particularly high fastballs up in the zone. And that's one adjustment that he made. He totally just overnight, it feels like, reworked his swing. And I remember I saw him. I was at Dodger Stadium during the winter season in the holidays, and he was there, only Dodger within 30 miles. And he's sitting there on his knees, throwing, running, taking BP. So it was clear to me. I remember I, I saw Jason Hayward. I was like, hey, Dodger blue is better than Cub blue. And he's just kind of laughing. He's like, hey, the simplicity is nice. So, yeah, you mentioned Craig Osterberg came the ball hard. 71st percentile and hard hit percentage. But when he does hit it, the max exit velocity is in the 85th percentile. So yeah, I mean, he's totally revamped that swing is improved. And yeah, you're seeing the slug against fastballs last year against fastballs. He slugged 283. This year, Jason Hayward, he's slugging 576. So everyone out there is saying he's hay washed. He's done. Jay Hay. He has something to say about the end of his career. So only 33 years old, 6'5", 240 pounds. So, hey, Henry County, Georgia High School. He was going to go to UCLA and finish, follow the footsteps of Jackie Robinson, but now he's on the Dodgers. Emmanuel, uh, DMAC, best in the business. Thanks again, AK Blue Magic. Hey, thank you, Emmanuel. I really appreciate that. I appreciate all you guys that watch the show. You guys make the show what it is. You guys are the reason why we picked up the sponsors and are the number one Dodgers internet post-game show. And it's all thanks to you guys. Uh, DKM, DMAC, you should have waited at the first deck. Why did you end the live early that day? DKM, so the reason why I ended 
end of that live, I'm, are you talking about Gavin Stone's start or the start uh, against the Padres? Because one, I, I, the internet was a little shoddy. Also, they wanted me to end the live, but uh, yeah, I think that's what we're talking about. Um, yeah, Noah Syndergaard is this year's Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, I've been kind of saying that. Jay Silva and um, oh, May thirteenth. What game was that? I mean, I, they all it's all kind of jumbled up. I believe that's the Padres game, right? But um, uh, man, May feels like the long. Yeah, it was the Padres game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I just ended that just because I don't keep the ones that stand that long. But I hope they trade big for he doesn't have very much value. See you Sunday. Damn, DMAC. Yeah, it's Sunday. We're going to be back live with another show, but the Dodgers get the win, man. A big statement tonight at Dodger Stadium. Electric atmosphere at the Ravine. Dodgers offense explodes early on. Mookie Betts, he was the star of the night. Marcus Lynn Betts. Betts is living his Betts life. Mookie was absolutely raking all night long. A four-hit game. You reach base five times. Had two hits there in the first inning. A leadoff home run. And then a single his second straight back-to-back home run game. I mean, Mookie is in a zone right now, and hopefully it continues tomorrow because they're going to need it with Grove on the mound going against Garrett Cole. But uh, catch you, and then Clayton Kershaw, I think Clayton Kershaw was just as big tonight, just as big because look, I mean, look at the runs that Phil Bigford gave up late. If that offense doesn't go crazy and explode and erupt there in the first inning, maybe that's a nail biter. Maybe we're seeing another game like we saw against the Tampa Bay Rays. So kudos to Kershaw, a masterful performance, high the season high with nine punch outs, had seven and through seven innings of work, just four hits, two home runs, the solo shots. And yeah, I think he was great. It was great to see him get back on track. It won't get mentioned, but you got to talk about Yancy Almonte because I'm this close to starting to call him Yancy Almonte again. His sixth straight scoreless inning wasn't a clean inning, was almost clean inning, but yeah, definitely great to see him getting back on track. And it's also an example of, hey, maybe the same thing happens with an Alex Vesia. We know that Evan Phillips is a guy that still looks the part. I think Bruce Dark Gratterall, he definitely... He, he's a guy that frustrates some at times. So we'll see if you can get some continuity from this Dodgers bullpen, but Phil Bigford too. I mean, allowed to run, he's allowed to run in six of his last seven outings. So yeah, you're talking about an ERA of just under 15 in that stretch. So yeah, he's another guy that you don't want to see in big spots, but still they have a use for him, especially with guys injured, but you're going to see Daniel Hudson back at some point. He's making his way back. You're going to see Alex Reyes at some point. I know they're going to go out there and get another arm, but uh, a few more here and we're going to head out. We got uh, Ed D Y four reels. appreciates you. Mookie better play like this in the postseason instead of bowling. Wow. You just straight up had to bring up the bowling thing. Hey, man, there's a guy who hits three home runs in a game, bowls 300. And look, the reality is this. Dodgers are still in a drought right now. The Dodgers most likely would still not have a World Series since 1988 if they didn't trade for Mookie and he didn't do what he did, make big plays defensively, have clutch base hits, have big home runs. And I will say this, Mookie, he's right at the top when it comes to runners in scoring position. He's one of the best in the league so far this season. So he's been clutch this year. He's hitting the ball hard. And yeah, we always know he gets hot in May, but he's already carried that into June. But to see Clayton Kershaw get this 
this month started on the right track. New month, new curse. He was great, but that is going to do it for this episode of the Dodgers Nation post game show. As always, appreciate you guys rocking with us out of the Dodgers beat the Yankees, the Yankees by a final score of eight to four. The Dodgers take on the Yankees again tomorrow. Of course, you got Garrett Cole going up against Michael Grove. The Dodgers, they improved at 35 and 23 on the year, but see you guys tomorrow. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore. I'll let you to pop. You going to pop that top. Okay. Can't turn on the show guys. It's part of the deal, but, um, See you guys tomorrow. Be sure to subscribe to the channel. Remember, nothing brings us together quite like Dodger baseball. A couple more here. Viva Los Dodgers from Jesse Sanchez. I wish we saw Corey Singer from Michael. D-Mac is back. What up, Jay Silva? Uh, good night. Let's go Los Angeles. Oh, no, not grow from Ray Barrio. Thanks, Josh. We appreciate you. Uh, going on Sunday, it's Miller time. Excited. That is big. I think he has a chance to have a breakout game. Really establish himself as a household name with a big start against the Bronx Bombers. Yeah, good night, guys. Have a great rest of your weekend. See you tomorrow. Instagram live. Look out for us. And until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. It's time Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.